Okay. So what have you been up to? Bob, you know what, man? We had an episode, I think, maybe, fuck, a few weeks back, even still. Yeah. About what? Telling um 2022 to eat our taints and shit and just really. Oh, it. oh, you mean, hold on. This. Why 2022 can eat ass. That one you mean? Yeah. So I think that we talked about, and I had talked about um, kind of adapting a new mantra kind of vibe. For Two, 2023, 2023 new me. Yeah. And, but okay. without, without, you know, without making it so hashtag you're corny. Isn't that what, isn't that what we're supposed to do to get this thing to grow? Uh, I suppose, but we're, we're better than that. We're growing organically. I think he just yeah, damn right. We're better than that. Um, But it's been a really, really, it's been a good year for me so far, man. This this January has been full I'm, of. I don't want to minimize it because I know you 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 went through such a losing. Didn't streak. even let me get through it. You went such a losing streak. I don't want to. I just said I don't want to make the joke to really be a dickhead. That's all. That's all. Continue, please. No. So I mean, yeah, 2022 is disgusting, but I feel like now that 2023 is sort of the way the way I feel about it is it's like. Oh, we observed that you didn't go fully down the hole in 2022 and you had like five opportunities to just use everything as an excuse to spiral and whatever. Yeah, you got ankle deep in the hole. You got ankle you got, deep, got, but I didn't let it eat me. And yeah, 2023 has just been, this month has been awesome, man. I've been in really good spirits. I've been hopeful. I, I have to move soon and it had me a little intimidated for a while, but I'm finally realizing that yeah. it's just, everything's going to be a, a new um, canvas for me. It's a new adventure. It is. A tabula rasa. You, you said it. Blank slate. Tabula rasa. So, so I'm good, man. That, that's kind of what's been up. I've been working. I've been writing. I've been, yeah, just kind of feeling sane again. Well, it's a good thing you brought that up about sanity. We did do an episode about male mental health. Well, wait. Speaking of which, how are you? What have you been up to? What have I been up to? I yeah. think today is day seven. This is the worst coffee you've ever made me, by the well, way. Well, it's because there was no, uh, there was no oat milk. It was almond milk. Little things. I know yeah. I sound like a dick. Don't think I sound like a dick. Yeah. I just keep on his toes. Yeah. Still delicious, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Bob, I know I ask so much of you, but next time you make me a coffee, can you make it not taste like shit? Can you put coconut milk? No, no, no. I'm just busting hairs. So how are you doing this year? How's, um, assess your January. Oh, my January is kicked ass. Kicked ass, taking name personally, professionally with this, with my job. Everything's going well. Great and I think what you're what, what you're referencing is the fact that I stopped taking my medication, right? Is that what you were referencing? No, oh, that's what okay. you thought. No, not at all. Uh, I'm not bringing that up at all. No. And what did I say in the car though? You're hypersensitive. Yeah. I did, and so you no, picked up on something that wasn't well, there. Well, is that hypersensitivity, or is that me just jumping the gun on something we were going to talk or about? Or that maybe you want to just get out of the way. Yeah, that's fair. Bob, what are we talking about, man? We both have a lot to share here, but you specifically are sharing this because it's topical. It's topical, and I want to share it almost like a PSA. Because what I did, I'll talk through it, but I don't, I'm not going to go out there and tell you to do that. But I'm going to tell you why I did it. I'm going to tell you what I think about it, what I'm experiencing. And then I'm going to give some disclaimers and I'll even give some, the reason I say PSA is because I'm also going to give those tips that if you want to get on medication and, or if you want to get off medication or you want to reduce it, there is a, a appropriate way to do that, that I didn't follow. So don't use me as the example. And I will be, you know, your friend, but also the voice of reason for it, I That's guess. Fun. I'll ask questions and yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. So Bob, why are you off your meds? Uh, well, I'll, I want to get into that, but I figure first we could uh, play the intro. 
Oh yeah, I liked. I was getting excited. Yeah. I feel like this is gonna be a strong did episode. Did you see what we did there? We went excitement, 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 and this is what happens. But it's okay because we're gonna bring it around full circle after we play the cue. One is named Remy. This is Remy. The other, Bobby Rocks. Bobby Rocks here. Together, they take you on weekly journeys of life from the point of view of Xennials, or people born in the late 1970s to mid-1980s. Their aim is to give a voice to the voiceless. It's the Xennial Odyssey Podcast. Welcome to the Odyssey. All right, so we're back on. So you asked me before we played the cue. I jumped the gun and asked you if um, off your meds. Um, feel if you want to tell people what they are, you can. If you don't want to, that's perfectly fine as well. No, that's fine. I'll I'll talk about what they are. So basically, I was on a med called Zoloft. That's its generic name. Its brand name was Sertraline. It has many names. It's basically it's a mood stabilizer. If you're wanting, if you want me to get into medical lingo. I don't, if you think it's needed, I don't think it's needed for what you want. You can yeah, give people your I, take on what it is and I can word it in a way where it makes sense. Yeah, like yeah, why? do that. Okay. Do that. Definitely. So it's under a category of mood stabilizers that's called, that are called SSRIs. Mm-hmm. That stands for selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Yep. Now I'm going to break it down into layman's terms, what that basically means. Our brains run on different chemicals. One of those chemicals is serotonin. Serotonin is very important. Serotonin regulates your mood. It regulates sleep. Regulates if you're happy. Some people who are manic have too much serotonin. Yeah, the faucet doesn't work properly. Exactly. People like me have too little. And so for anyone, and I'll make this very simple, basically think about our our neurons in our brains as puzzle pieces. Mm -hmm. One end sends out the chemicals, the other end receives them, and then whatever's left over gets absorbed, and it does that over and over again. Well, if you don't produce enough serotonin, then it doesn't matter. It's just not going to absorb enough. There's not enough available, all that. Basically, what the medication I was on does is it blocks that other part from absorbing it. So it's just there if it's needed. And then, because this is how so our brain helps to regulate the flow. And this just. is what our brains do. Hey, wait a minute. You didn't come back. I have to produce more. Mm-hmm. So then it just naturally produces more. And there are side effects. There's side effects to many medications. It's a common, you know, it's a fairly common yeah, medication. It's a, so it's, it's kind of like a, it's a catch 22 for people who really need like the medication. Mm-hmm. You want to take this medication because the negative outweighs the fact that the side effects. Now, for some people, maybe I know uh, our good friend of ours who we've had on has talked about their opinion on medications. And again, whether he talks about it in an episode that is coming out this Tuesday, he's going to talk about it on that episode. But also he talks about it to us personally. And he just says that the side effects aren't worth it for him. It's not the benefit. It's isn't again, you weigh it. You weigh yeah. your hands and you figure out if it's going to benefit you more than it's going to harm you. Benefit is like not worth the cost. More. Yeah. And so if everyone remembers way back, this was months and months and months ago when I was talking about the, the CPAP machine. Mm-hmm. So, one th- so I'm at a therapeutic level with the CPAP machine. Basically, so for anyone who doesn't know, and I don't know what the fuck CPAP stands for. I just know it blows air through my nose and keeps my breathing way open when I'm sleeping at night. Essentially, I was, I was never do. Do you know the, do we know the sleep cycle? Like you get to deep sleep, you dream, you do all that. I went about three or four years without having a dream. And it was confirmed why when I went to the sleep study and they said, well, you weren't breathing. Well, because when you got to deep sleep, yeah. 
you would start to have an apnea episode and then it would knock you back to stage two, which is like light sleeping. And I'd wake up and all that. And I wake up and I feel like I didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's fast forward. I've gotten everything that says I'm good to go. I qualify for a CPAP machine. I have obstructive sleep apnea. I have a mild form of it. Even so, I qualified for the machine. Mm-hmm. It took a while to get used to because literally it's something on my head. And, and I'm at a point now where it's, it's fine. But basically, I have what's called nasal pillows. So literally, it's just this thing that sits like this. And it just blows air into, into my nostrils. And it does that continuously. And it's weird. If I open my mouth, I get this noise that comes out of my mouth. That's interesting. Yeah. Human vacuum. Yep. So basically, what happens is the machine knows kind of what, what levels I'm supposed to be at. And if uh, it senses that there's something that's blocking the airflow... It just ups the notch a little bit on how strong the air is flowing, mm. opens that fucker right. And this is, this, by the way, the machine runs on distilled water too. So the water has vape, the, the air has vapor in it. So you're not just getting hair and just like getting dehydrated. Yeah. Uh, so what I've noticed, number one, I'm dreaming again. Interesting. I huh? mean, yeah, I'm dreaming again. I wake up. I have enough. En- I have a lot of energy. My mood is better. And what I decided to do was I decided like, well, I I wonder if the way I was feeling in 2019 when I started this had as much to do with my lack of sleeping as it did with just my actual brain. So I decided to do a test. And that test was I I was on 100 milligrams a day. I took one pill a day. Mm -hmm. It was 100 milligram tap. The medication, a lot of medications, by the way, that like this, they can come in 25 milligrams, 50, 100, 200. It's pretty standard. So basically what I did is I broke the pill in half and I just started taking half the pill. Mm. So I basically was taking half my dose a day. Did See, you notice a change? No, no. My mood, my mood was the same. My energy was the same. All the stuff was the same. And about literally seven or eight days ago, I said, all right, let's see what this like without any medication at all. Have you looked, you've, you've looked in that it's okay to do this safe safety? Well, because of what we've done as a profession and because I, I work with people who prescribe it and people who are on medications, a lot of the people that we're on, a lot of people we work with, their medications are always being adjusted. And it doesn't matter if you're getting off of a medication or you're taking one, you have to level up or you have to level down. Yeah. So basically what that means is if you're going to come off a med, I did what a doctor would have me do anyway. You know, okay, well you take hundred milligrams. Okay, yeah, weaned. Take, take 50 now, the difference is the doctor would probably have prescribed me 25 milligrams. No way I could break that pill into a 25 milligram. Yeah. You know, but a lot of these meds you can break in half. There's, there's 50 on one half, 50 on the other. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm getting half the dose. Yeah, you're getting the proper dosage at least. And I did that for about two months. You, normally, normally, if you're doing this with a doctor, they do it over like two or three weeks. Yeah. I did it over like nice, two nice. months. Yeah. And then recently I just said to myself, you know what? Fuck it. Let me see what happens. And I'll tell you what has happened. Has my energy level been exactly the same? No. But has it dipped to the point where it's like, ooh, I think I should have not gotten off of it? No. I was like, I, I was like, okay, all right, all right. The one thing I will say, there are side effects you you can experience when you come off of it. It depends on the med you're on. Yeah. Some med, if you're on an antipsychotic med, like you are like like you're gonna experience some different things than what I experienced. So the basically the only way I can describe this is that, and this is just a me thing. I don't know if other people feel this way when they take uh, Benadryl. I feel this way when I take Benadryl. I get loopy. Mm. Do you do you know now what is that? That's a very broad term for me. Loopy is like I feel lightheaded. 
I feel like I'm in a fog, but not a depression fog. It's more of a, like a, you know, you have to take that extra second to like process things mm, or, or things like that. But it's mostly like just feeling lightheaded. And kids who take that shit to trip. I, well, fuck this. Feels, well, you're young. You're only young and fucking dumb once. Yeah, so, right. hey, do you. As my wife would say, do you, boo. Like, uh, but anyway, the loopiness alone, like that's whatever. I There was the first day I did have a migraine. I did have a headache. And that is, by the way, that is a normal, that is a normal side effect of coming off of a medication like I'm on. That is a normal thing to expect. All I did, I popped some Tylenol, gone. Gone. Yeah. It did not impact my sleep. I'm still sleeping as well. I still have my energy is up like this. One, th and I'll give you this, and you guys can all probably, as you can tell, even though I'm sitting down, one thing that I noticed, and I think it has as much to do with the sleeping as it does this med, because this is a side effect of this medication. Yeah. Um, my metabolism. My metabolism just basically came to a grinding halt. Oh, there you go. So even if I was eating healthier over long periods of time, I would not see the weight loss. I would just not see a weight gain. Interesting. Now, I again, I think for me, I think a lot of this just came back to the fact that I had undiagnosed obstructive sleep apnea for such a long time that it started to impact yeah, like, no, that makes my, my quality brain, of my life. Mood. Yeah. Uh, so let's think about, because let's back it up. Let's talk about uh, serotonin. Let's talk about that chemical in our brain. So okay, if, so if you can't sleep... If you can't sleep, that's going to impact the way your brain is kicking out serotonin. Because serotonin will wake you up, and it'll also, taking it away, our bodies, our brains naturally do this, by the way. It's part of our circadian rhythm. <laughs> I, I know I'm going, I'm geeking and I'm nerdy. Yeah, I'm I nerdy. can't get a fucking word in edgewise this episode. But I'm, I'm just, I, I geek out about, like, biochemistry stuff. That's what, I don't, I don't nerd about a lot of stuff, but this is one thing I will. Or is he manic because he's off his meds? No, because I've never had a manic episode. Like I, that's not. I don't. I, I'll self full self disclosure here. I want to do this so you guys have an understanding. I have persistent depressive disorder. There is nothing that is manic about that. The only way I can describe it is, especially for us in the Northeast, when the sun sets at four thirty. How do you? How does that make you feel? Now, imagine feeling that every day for like 10 months out of the year. Yeah, depression. Yeah, depression. It's depression. <laughs> yeah, many yeah. people know. Yeah. No, no, because like there are some people who are bipolar. There, there but, are some. But let me ask you, let me, I, I want to talk a little this episode. Um, let me ask you. Wow. Let me ask. No, but let me There's ask, no sound for that. I just, let me ask you genuinely. Um, I've noticed an increase in, in energy from you. Um, maybe a little bit harder to get words in edgewise but um so here's the thing because if your go-to is and i'm not attacking you i love you man um we're making sure you're okay if your go-to is that you've oh i, I can't be manic because i've never felt mani mania that's not right that's not fair just because you've never felt it doesn't mean you okay. can't because you want me to do like bio the bio the biology of it so well, no, but see, even then, no, but even then, I wasn't done talking, and you you were ready to bust in with a book. That's what I'm talking about. Like, no disrespect, but no, feel free to take the biology of it, but has your wife noticed any changes? Just that I'm more obsessed with the podcast. Okay, fair enough. You've always been that, so. Yeah. All right, so yeah. bust out some biology for right. these folks. So I, had, I, have, I have a mental illness that is a deficit of serotonin. What you're describing is serotonin overload so that's why i'm saying like i mean if you think i came off of a medication that's supposed to raise my serotonin so couldn't you be flooded with it there can be a rebound effect 
I'm not saying that's the case or not. But what's but, the? But now let's get into psych. Let's get into like psychology. What is the difference between being manic and just having extra serotonin? Um, I can't answer that. I don't think anyone can. But I think. Um, are you, you like, like? Are my thoughts? Are you asking me if I have racing thoughts? I know you do, Bob, because I've done this. Mm. I've done this cast with you for fifty hours, and you almost always let me finish my sentence. And in the last couple of weeks, you don't let me finish a thought. I don't know if this is turning into like an intervention. No, no, not at all. I just, I, I think, you know, it's something to, to be aware of is, is, and it's, here's the thing. I don't think that you're manic. I think you probably have a big rebound? influx of energy. Like a rebound effect? Yeah. Okay. All right. But I do think, yeah, you've been, en you've been energized and, you know, like, yeah, like even the ride over here, I had like five minutes telling you my situation and then you buzz off to the races and I love you to death. But I do want to make sure as someone who's next to you, mm -hmm. that you know they, that you're okay and that you are feeling okay, and that because you have to at least be able to say, you know, Rem, because dude, here's the thing about Bob, guys, he fucking goes a hundred hours a day, every day. That's true. And he meets the needs of everybody in his life, and I just want to make sure his needs are getting met. So that's all. I'm just here to say, listen. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this part so you don't have to. And I will tell you, too. I don't want anyone to think I'm attacking him. Yeah. I'm super bipolar. I'm going to discuss my own meds mm -hmm. in this. So I, uh, we mm -hmm. understand each other. We speak a language. But, you know. One thing that I think Remy's purposely not asking me because it's something that I should bring up because it's about myself is especially for someone who has a mental illness that primarily makes you depressed. So with an, uh, with an overflow of emotions and energy and all that, because I am someone who has had suicidal ideation in my life. I think that's what one of the things Remy's getting. Well, at. I pray that if it was yeah. ever at that and, situation, and the, you'd and, talk to your motherfuckers. Yeah. And the answer is no, I don't. This has all come without suicidal thoughts. And I'm hoping, too, that you're at yeah. a place, man, where like mm -hmm. just we were just talking on the ride. Who, me and him were on the ride here. We're talking about hope. Mm hmm. That was what our whole discussion was about. And it was about us feeling it and embracing it and figuring out where it's taking us in 23. But I want you to be brave mm -hmm. enough to say that you need to take a breath before you pass out from exhaustion. Because Bob does all I of do this. I do have deep lungs. He does all of this, and I'm he sorry. works with special needs people, and he runs a house of special needs people, and he's married, and he's on call. So I worry, because I, I do, right now I'm doing about a fourth of you. Are you worried that, like, the candle's burning at both ends? Yeah. Okay, 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 I think that's fair. That's or there fair. could that's be fair. a moment when Bob just hits the... The wall, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. want to make sure that I have the strength. Bob helped me out of my depression with this fucking podcast. So, for so it will be my job. I'm so sorry for cutting no, you no, off. It will be my job to help you any way I can off the air. I appreciate and I appreciate that. Thank you. And Thank Bob's you, helped me through Thank suicidal you. episodes, by the way. Thank you. Again, this isn't like, I just, I don't think he is. Mm -hmm. I don't think you are. No, no, I no. just want to make sure no. it's not a moment at 3 a.m. No. I'll take you through my typical pattern. Yeah, please do. Things that I was looking out for. Am I tired to the point where when as soon as I get home from work, I have to take a nap? You said no. No. That's good. Is it hard for me to shut it off at the end of the night to a point? Okay. And that point, by the way, is usually midnight. Once midnight hits, that's one of my I'm, I'm going to sleep. I can't shut it off till yeah. like 4 a.m. So for example, for someone who does have manic episodes, the people who have manic episodes have a very hard time sleeping. Mm. They always have racing thoughts. And that's what a lot of it is. Now, I have had periods where the racing thoughts have gotten in the way of my life and has gotten in the way of sleeping. But when you work in trauma-informed care, that's why you have those racing thoughts. Yeah. Because you are lit. The, the, here, here we go. 
Here we go. Millennial description here. Bust it out. My brain would literally be that your computer when you have 40 tabs open and you don't know where the music's coming from. That would that, that's shut them all and reboot Ex- the fucking exactly. computer. Exactly. I used to work 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. My wife worked a nine to five job. There was a day, there was one day a week where I would work 16 hours. I would get home. It'd be 1130 at night. And I would just lay in bed and be as still and quiet as I could. And I could not fall asleep for another three hours because yeah. it would take my my body and my mind three hours to slow down. That's intense. Yeah. 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 And, and you know what? Doing a trauma informed care job and having a mindset like that also, I think, contributed to just wearing me the fuck out. Fair. You know, so that's one reason why, even though I'm still in the field, I have better boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I know when I need to just advocate for myself. Yeah. I'm a great advocate for other people, and I'm a terrible advocate for myself. I, I, Amen, I will own that. Yeah, I will own that way. ass. Yeah. So basically, let's, long story short, are, the, are we checking off negative, the negative check, mark, check marks with what I'm experiencing right now? No. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I, my doctor will be very upset with me that I did this without him from an ethical and, and moral yeah, 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 of course. standpoint. Relationship standpoint. But he's going to ask me the questions he had to ask me before I even got on meds. And he's and he, I think he'll be pleasantly pleased to know that, okay, so you'd maybe it was literally, the, the, you literally were having problems sleeping. and Oh, yeah, that's a huge one. Dude. It's reset your brain and you don't need medication anymore. That's great. That's great. But- now, before before Remy gets gets your turn, uh, yeah, oh, no I, worries, brother. This, this is all really insightful shit. Because I want to end it with this for my part. Because I I want to make it like equal for both of us. But essentially, everyone, what I'm trying to say is like not doing it like me. You're the person who prescribes you your medications. Be it a psychiatrist, a nurse practitioner, or your medical doctor. By the way, those are the only three licensed people who can prescribe you controlled substances. Yeah, the guy in the van behind your house. No, that, that's no. not official, guys. Yeah, those are the only three people: a nurse practitioner, a psychiatrist who has a medical degree, and a medical doctor who also has a medical degree. Those are the only. Mine was my primary care physician. Yeah. So the perfect way you should do it is you should have that conversation with your doctor before you even do anything. And that can be, all right, let's give it a whirl. And then for me, because I could break the pills in half, it's very simple. Just start breaking them in half. Let's uh, set up an appointment for a month from now. And always educate yourself, read online, make sure, because there are some things if you stop taking, you'll fucking... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Be careful. Um, if, and that's why I say, like, if you're on antipsychotic medications, hey, that don't is fuck a, around. That is a different category of medications. Anticonvulsants, for don't yeah. fuck around. Uh, and, and just a, another kind of disclaimer for people, a lot of antipsychotic medications are people who have seizure disorders take Yeah, those. it's not specifically. Because they're, they're anti, they can do multiple things. Yep. They, can, they can stop you from Calm having the seizures. Body. And they can help you with any psychotic symptoms. I work with many people who take Depakote. And that is a seizure medication. Yeah. But there are people who are psychotic who take a seizure medication. Because, yeah, it just takes the edge off. But anyway, what's going to happen is two, three weeks, then they'll start tailing it down, taking it down, taking it down very, very slowly, and then you're off. And you're going to be told that you may have headaches, you may have nausea, you may have... Sleep issues for a little bit yeah, you while may- your body adjusts. And it's really about your doctor being like, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the most intense, you can't deal with this. And one being like, there's nothing. Where is it? And if, if it's like a three or a four, all right. How now next thing is let's get that checklist out. How was your mood? Yeah. You know, do you have any thoughts of harming yourself? Do you have any thoughts of what would this world be like without you in it? Do you have a plan to end your life? 
And if it's like, no, 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 none of these, these things, then it's like, okay. All right. If, if these come back though, please, as your doctor, let me know. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of how, how it works. Well, I support mm. the journey, man. Thank you. Thank you. I hope it, I hope it, uh, it benefits, Hey, it benefits the podcast because it gives me, once I get out of work, I literally, number one, I have the energy to be like, the next three or four hours, let's go. I know, but I just don't want my boy to burn out. That's yeah. all. No, and I take breaks. It's not like I'm sitting there for three or four hours just well, it's entertaining. It. Yeah. It, it, it's different than if it's work, you know. Yeah, but this, this is something that I, I have a passion for now. Yeah. So it's it's different. It's like, okay, and then I go and just, I'll watch like something on TV. You know, I'll balance it out. Yeah, unplug. Yeah. the med thing man i've been on meds my journey with meds has been interesting you know i've been on them for a long time and antidepressants i've tried i tried them all i went through a period when i tried all of them didn't and i didn't like too many of them when Pro you say and I, you don't have to like literally zoloft, get out a list prozac, zoloft prozac yeah lithium no thank god okay. i knew the lithium outcome of that one's a kind of yeah. brain frying so no it yeah. was just those in selexa and I really liked Selexa. I didn't get side effects from it at all. For all you guys out there, by the way, if anybody asks, like if anyone, if you hear people talk about lithium, most people will say it's like salt. And what I would say is chemically, your brain looks at it like salt. So it's, no, it's like so some people get in the idea that like, oh yeah, you're just taking a pill of salt. That's not what lithium is. No, 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 no. no. lithium literally the puzzle piece looks like the puzzle piece in your brain for sodium. Uh, but anyway... Continue. Sorry. <laughs> my side PSA. I'm waiting for the a few more of those, I'm sure. But um yeah, my experiences it 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 helped me. I didn't like the other ones. There would there would be side effects. Been on Selexa for a long time now, steady, I think, for about six years. And it's interesting because I'm I'm now I'm taking myself off a majority of my dose because everything from last year. And I doubled it last year. I did like the opposite thing where I was like, I'm fucked. Drug me out. It didn't drug me out, mm -hmm. but it helped me deal. Um, Oftentimes, is it fair to say that when you're either starting a medication or you're going through a tough time, that there is a process of the, the oh, dosages? Yeah. yeah. So there's a figuring it out. It's a, it's a relationship of any kind. You need yep. to fucking kind of fig, figure out the ebb and flow. And the reality is that you're going to be, it, even if it's short term, you're going to be over medicated. Yeah. And then, and then it's going to back off. Start putting a counter now. I want you to put a counter in between bits. To see how long I can actually talk before you interrupt me. Well, I'll set a timer. No, no, not here. I mean, in a video. When you do this as a video. Listen, I don't have that kind of skill yet. Relax. He, he can put a counter there. He's not getting that I'm burning him right now, and he's actually setting up a counter, and I don't want him to do that. Okay, so, well, so I'm going to try to. I've been shamed. Uh -huh. I'm going to try to talk for the fourth time. Let's see what happens. 
Um, I'm busting your balls, but seriously, shut the fuck up for like 10 minutes. I want to see how long you can actually shut the fuck up. <laughs> you didn't say anything about the sound pad. No, the sound pad's fine. You're killing me, Bob. So my experience with meds, if I could talk about them, it, it's been, you know, I, you can tell when they're beneficial. You can tell when they're not beneficial. Um, Selexa was good for me. I, like I said, I upped it last year a bit, um, and I needed to. I, I just, I needed some help through some things. I've literally as of like this week decided to so I was I didn't even tell Bob that but I'm doing the same thing because I'm going into a place of my life that's much healthier and much better and much more functioning and so I can tell that I don't necessarily need what it got me through last year is great but I don't need that help right now I think I can face stuff are you willing to uh tell us what those positive things are or is that something that you're not ready to talk about? no I just I, I I'm not ready to necessarily but I can tell you that like you know last year I saw no prospect of any kind of light and this year I just feel like you know I'm gonna be a new house there's gonna be things coming that are gonna and I'll, I'll talk about them when they happen so I don't jinx myself you know because I've been wont to do that sometimes but yeah, for me, um, I realized that I'm not going to need that help necessarily. And I do have a fear right now. You know, I was talking to you about mania because I don't have episodes like stripping off in a mall fountain or like anything like that. Like I don't have the manic episodes other people do where they have hallucinations. And is it fair to say you don't have, you don't go like full psychotic, no manic psychosis? No, okay, all right. no. Um, and I remember not knowing, like I read a book. When I was like 22 about it and the, and the author had terrible, almost like schizophrenic episodes. Was it a quiet mind? An inquiet mind, an unquiet mind. A woman wrote K. that? K. Jameson Redfield. Yeah. I read that in uh, school. It was a, it's a wonderful book. When she talks about that, that, wow, you're good. When she talks about that, she's seeing her heart and it like filled her vision and like, cause she would talk about her many episodes exactly. Mm -hmm. She'd see people as giant and shit. Do you remember the uh, chapter on the rings of Saturn? No. So... The person we're talking about is a doctorate level uh, professor at John Hopkins University mm -hmm. who has manic depression. She refers to it as manic depression. It's bipolar disorder. Yeah. And she just basically, she wrote a memoir, liter like, literally, and the book is An Unquiet Mind, a memoir on moods and madness. Yeah. And she writes about- Her worst episodes. She writes about, she had full psychotic manic episodes. She attempted to take her life at least once. Yeah. And this is a doctorate level, brilliant human being. And then she talks about once everything medications got figured out and she would see a therapist and getting over the stigma. Cause this was like yeah. the 1970s. Uh, but anyway, the, the rings of Saturn, she basically describes like a manic episode that is intoxicating. It's an, it's an entire chapter of this book about why many people who experience manic depression don't want it to go away yeah they don't want it to go away they will deal with the depression because the manias are like a drug mm -hmm. and what she was saying is it made her feel like she was floating through space and then would end up at saturn and was like weaving in and out of the rings of Saturn. and and like i i remember reading that being like the way she describes this is intoxicating in and of itself yeah and that's not just that chapter she she does that throughout the book yeah that when she's describing manic episodes you could kind of tell that like then she's starting to race with the way she describes it. And and you start as the reader are kind of like, wow. Yeah, it's very gripping. Very, very, and very beautifully described. But uh, yeah, I didn't know manic episodes got to that extreme until reading that book. I just thought they meant like for me, it's just it's almost like this annoy like this annoying hype beast, or I'm just too confident and I'm yeah. fucking getting girls' numbers and being just 
I know that sounds like that's not negative. No, it is. If you're doing things for the wrong reasons and you're like riding this high. But now I know. That's the thing. I couldn't recognize it in my 20s and 30s at all when it was coming. And now I know so I'm aware of it right now because with things going a little better, it's very easy if you've been swinging in the shadow side to swing back into the light side hard and be like, I'm a fucking God. And it's never like that for me. Thank, thank goodness. But I'm, I'm aware of it right now. You know, that's why I was asking you because I'm, I'm hyped. I'm excited about shit for the first time. And that could be confused by some people as yeah. being manic. Yep. So, you know, so it, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's a really fine line to tread. So I want to make sure I don't get there because I'm excited, but you know, and in a way that's maintainable and not when it gets too outlandish, you know, fucking mm-hmm. waving my dick. Yeah. That, that, that kind of shit. Um, so, but I'm, I'm, you know, I think the over under of this that we both kind of, and I've had experience, I'll, I'll talk about the Xanax. There'll be a special episode for that with me and we can talk about, you know, experiences with addiction at that, but that's a really heavy thing that involves getting off pills and losing your mind, but that's its own story. But I think that the big takeaway from the ride and even us here is like we're both excited and hopeful and we don't think it's the result of, of illnesses. We're just, it's okay to be chemical imbalance. Yeah. It's okay to be hopeful. Mm -hmm. And if you have a little extra energy, bro, as long as you're good, you're good. Do you want me to describe to you? I guess the closest I think this is another benefit of being, in your forties, yeah, you have perspective. Oh God, you have more, way more perspective than at any point than than you did even in your thirties, but definitely more than in your twenties and in your teens. Mm-hmm. I would say that I haven't like had outlooks or things like this since I was like maybe ten years old. The way I feel right now, yeah, yeah, and it's not like a not unrealistic. I, yeah, they're not, and they're not okay. realistic. Not unrealistic. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean the positivity that I feel inside yeah, of hope. myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel um, you on it. It's very foreign, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's been so long. No, and, I agree. And medication didn't bring that back, just by the way. Medic medication this podcast. Yeah. Has yeah. done remarkable things mm-hmm. for our mental health. I know, and I wanted to be very careful. I didn't want to say like like, hey, listen, just because you like and I know you're watching this stuff, that's enough to make my say. I didn't want to like. Yeah, no, like, it's not that. Because You better keep watching. You're going to drop my sin. No, I didn't want to do that. That's You've I mean. been putting in a lot of work and you're seeing the results of that work. Yeah. And it's exciting. You're mm-hmm. inspired, you know. And if I see a point when you're just fucking spinning out and you've got like 3D IMAX cameras in two months in here, I'll smack you and say, go home and yeah. hang out with your wife for a couple I'm of weeks. Very fine with the, I'm very fine with the camera I bought that's like seven years old right now. Yeah, the setup's nice. Yeah. But, you know, so I, and I think that me and Bob's friendship is the kind where we will keep each other in check. You know, Bob was one of the ones last year that in between all the bullshit was like, you good? So I get to share some things with Bob today, and I'm like, things are getting better. Yeah, but what Remy hasn't told you, but what he could probably tell you, too, is that, yeah, right now, I'm like high intensity and all that, but baseline, regular everyday Bob, is it regularly, regular everyday Bob, high intensity intense? No, you're a little more intense, but it's close. Yeah. It's not yeah. alarming. Well, what I mean is, like, am I, in a, am I more an intense person or a laid back person? You, we both know, okay, you want me to answer it honestly? Yeah, sure. You portray laid back like I do, but you're, you're more intense. Oh, you call me up like that. <laughs> yeah, I know what you are. But I do have laid back. No, it, you it's do. Not a, it's, it's there not, times- and it's not foreign. It's not yeah. like you're pretending. But no, me and Bob are both like, I, I don't think. And once I've gotten to know you better, I've realized. No, we're, you're steeped in NUE. But that's okay. 
because even yeah. this is learning what to do with it and yeah. learning how to put it in a way that's healthy. Sticking with the perspective yeah. kind of thing I brought up before, that's another benefit of aging. Old age, yeah. Yeah, is learning how to re-harness your, how to re, you don't get rid of your energy, you just use it differently. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Yeah. And like, I have to use mine right now to find a new place and, and do a bunch of stuff and like get my cat a bunch of shots before we move. But that's the thing. If you can use it, it's amazing. If you have ways mm -hmm. to like funnel it, because I'm at a point right now where I'm busy during the day. And I think this is what you were kind of saying. And I'm sleepy at night. Yep. What the fuck more can you ask for than that? Mm -hmm. Like actually sitting there at like 11 and being like, oh my God, I'm tired. Like I did shit. There were two nights this week that I didn't do my usual when I went to bed. My usual is I just literally like look at my phone. I could be looking at anything. Facebook, Bleacher Report, YouTube. You just went to bed. Yeah, yeah. I was like, do I want to? No, I'm actually pretty tired. I'm just going to go straight to bed. Yeah, so I mean, you know, uh, one of me and, me and Bob's private mantra for this show is onward and upward. I mean, we share it, but it's kind of what we share between each other. Mm -hmm. But that's what it feels like. And I, I hope you're not looking at two guys... <laughs> I hope you're not looking at two guys who are like getting off their meds and in two months this fucking podcast is going to be us like eating raw eggs and crying. Who knows? Call us out if that's the case. <laughs> or, or just like. Yeah, just the least. Like the other. Yeah, the other. The other yeah. side of it. We crash. And then. Yep. Let's, let's see if you and I have the capacity right now to do a minute of quiet air. That was the least interesting thing for you guys, yeah, but sucks for you guys. But that's like a check for our intensity. Like, and it actually was good. It made me slow down my breathing. I was going to say, did you did you see what I was trying to do? Yeah, these? you fully were like, yeah, I was trying. I was trying to commit to like being mindfulness, like yeah. kind of like literally getting inside myself, practicing my breathing, yeah. practicing these things. Take deep, long, slow breaths, and slow down your thoughts. I'm antsy. You could, if you when you rewatch oh, that, saw, oh, I was looking. Yeah, like I'm so that. antsy naturally. But I love doing that, grounding myself, just mm -hmm. like regrounding myself. No, me and Bob, you know, I, I think it's, I think we're, it's okay to be excited, dude. Um, Steve Hayward, who was on an ep uh, two episodes already, he, he posts all the time, but he posts about music. But he posted this week about he was having, um, he was going towards having a panic attack because mm. he has anxiety. And he literally just posted a video about him grounding himself. And I thought I was wondering, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And you could tell that he's had, he's had a therapist. He was using like therapist lingo, which is fine. No, that's which, fine. Which is perfectly fine. Healing, heal on your journey. But he was paying fit. it forward. And I think that's magical. But even right now we have no shoes on. We're always grounded in this room. So just like, you know, I will ask as my friend, 
you know, keep your eye on me. If I see like I'm spinning out, be the first one to say, hey, Rem, you know, maybe you maybe get back on them or whatever. But that's all it is, man. Well, you it's know, a, it's my feeling that when you your friends like we are yeah, and, I ha- and other friends I have like this, I mean, the first they're the they're the friends who when you're being an asshole are going to be the first ones to tell you're being an asshole. We got to do it. Yeah. Doing it because and people do that because they have they know they have to. Yeah, because you need someone who's going to be like, you good. You need that. You need that dose of. Uh, and Bob didn't you know, know, like, you know, to frame back, I think that this, this is a great episode because you didn't know I was going to ask you that. Stuff. No. And it wasn't necessarily easy. And I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry. I, and it doesn't it doesn't like it doesn't offend me. It doesn't that it actually makes me be more self-aware. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, so that's how I'm kind of presenting. Yeah, and to then, other people, and it's okay. But the, mm-hmm. the people do that with me too. It's yep. like, Rem, you got a thousand things going on right yep. now. Find one. That's my way of saying, like, Rem was like telling me, Bob, it's okay to be happy and excited, but tone it back a little bit. Yeah, or not even, because I don't yeah. think that's fair. I don't think it's or, fair or for me to step on your celebration. Change the. Be aware of it. Yeah, and re and reharness that energy. Because we okay, one okay. thing we would we when we worked with when I worked with special needs kids with Bob, some of them would have these moments. And we couldn't like, huh, huh, and like we couldn't allow. You have to be like, nope, nope, nope. Take that back. Di- dial it in. And so it's not that different than that, you know? Yeah. Because it is easy to spin out, but it's like, I mean, admit, Bob. More, I've texted you about the podcast more in the last two weeks than last year. Yes. And it, not because I, I, last year I was fucked. I had to focus on my shit. I had to make sure I was a human alive to do the podcast last year. I was the. I was the sunshine, and, and I'm not the only one, but I was like one of those rays of sunshine creep, oh, 100%. creeping through the rainy day class. Yeah. That's why you're the first person I shared the slight good news I got with. Suffice it to say, like, you know, that that's that's what we do. That's what you do. You call you mm-hmm. you let your people know you see them. And right now, I, everything's cool, man. And it's okay to be excited and just be mindful of you. And that's what I have to do with myself, is, too. Is it fair to say that essentially this episode is... It's akin to the first one we did about male mental health. Yeah. But it's coming at it from the other side. Like the other that. side, we were, ta- we were coming at it from the, you're in, you're in the dips. You're in the bad place, and it's okay to advocate that I you I know. Need help. This is the fucking, wow. Yeah. This is the opposite. A year yeah. later, pretty much, of us yeah. being like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. shit. Thank, man. Thank you for this. No, yeah, you're welcome. This you're podcast welcome. has been awesome. Yeah. I, I get excited. We, we literally have like, I would honestly, what do we have? Wait. At least six guests coming on fairly soon. We, the next episode, we have three. So yeah. There's going to be five of us. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting guy's talking about wrestling. And, and, and it may or may not be with a rape van in the background. Yeah, it's going to be, I can tell you that next week's going to be dope. It's going to be week's weird be as hell. You're going to see shit you ain't thought you were going to see from us. But um, yeah, it's funny, Bob. That's an absolutely beautiful way to wrap this up is to mm-hmm. say that our early episodes were like, we're fucked and we don't know what to do, so we're gonna talk. And the year continued with us being like, "Oh no, I'm more fucked, but this helps." Mm-hmm. And now we're like, it's a brand new year, and we're both like, "I'm pretty excited." And as an old guy, that's fucking awesome to be able to say that. Yeah. And I would say that, kind of along the lines of what we've used this episode to talk about. Yeah. That yeah, even though it's still an episode about mental health. And even though we're coming at it from the other side, it's important for, especially us, and I'll speak for myself for this, but it's important to know that, you know, there are people, there are men or whoever, women, children, 
elderly people, there are people out there that are not experienced this. And if I could do my part to pay forward what I'm experiencing right now, I will do that. hundred percent. Yeah. No. And, and, you know, it has to be interesting to the viewers because, you know, now they've seen the two extremes of like, I mean, there are episodes. I, I, if there was video on the first season, some of the episodes, I'm just, there wasn't, it, it didn't have the spark yet. That's okay. I didn't have it, but they were, if they were, yeah. Just two depressed guys, we could have called it. Yeah. But you know what? We knew there was a show there and we sensed it and we got out of our assholes mm-hmm. literally and stopped like, not literally. That's going to that's gonna give them a wrong idea about the friendship, but we got out of our heads and we're like, okay. We have been given an opportunity here, and we're very, very grateful for it. So, you know, and I'm not going to lie. I, I told my mom, I was like, I said, the hour a week on the podcast is much more healing to me than my hour a week at my therapist. No mm-hmm. disrespect to my therapist. I don't know, man. I love this. It reminds me of, of Gorilla Radio. It reminds me of the stuff I, I just grew up admiring. So, like I, like I said, I view this with a punk rock attitude yeah a diy we're literally doing it all ourselves right now and what i love mostly about that, bob dude shut up mostly bob honestly i am I'm mostly I'm, me i am hands off on production fully and even if i were to educate myself right now i would be behind him so far so this is his beast he'll educate me with it as he sees fit but when i say and when i say punk rock what you know what i mean by that free Oh yeah, we did this in our basement. There are no there are no constraints from anybody demanding how this goes. The only demands that are, are there that are, are we place on ourselves. Bob, we're filming in your mom's basement essentially. This is punk rock. Well, well, we're filming in my old bedroom, which is in her house. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's kind of, it's, this is a punk rock aesthetic of just like, exactly. it, 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 we're band musicians. Exactly, all you can see is a backdrop that doesn't match the rest of the backdrop. Yeah, That's and people problem. keep bringing that up. Fuck off. Buy us a new one. We're not making money from this. Yeah. We're just out here enjoying ourselves. We're just having fun. We'll get better backdrops and you can all shut up. Yeah. You can all do. Now you're allowed to, <laughs> you're allowed to talk shit. They're allowed. It was poorly times. It was poorly. No, times, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys are allowed to. Um, It's constructive feedback. I get it. But you know what, man? If 2022 was us fighting through the mud, may 2023 be us climb into the stars bro i like that that's a good way to put it all right so i think that's it yeah that's a good good. note to end on yeah all right we appreciate you guys appreciate you